Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. This episode is sponsored by The Art of Pinning, a self-paced Pinterest class for wedding and lifestyle photographers. If you are having a hard time driving traffic into your website or SEO is overwhelming you or the people that are visiting your website are not the kind of visitors, aka they're not converting into clients, then this class is for you. You can find more information at www.thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest or just follow the link in the notes. Now, enjoy this episode. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I am Carolina Gusik, your host, and today this is a solo episode, which means it's just me talking to you about something that I love, which is websites. Now, if you are new here, perhaps you don't know this, but I am one of the persons or people, I don't know how you say this, that always, always advise photographers to have a website. I know we have Instagram, I know we have social media, but that is not the same as having a website. And having a website is actually crucial for your business. Perhaps right now you think that you don't need it, but as you grow and as you, you know, get better clients or whatever the case is, you are going to need a website. And the reason why is because a website is where people can see more about your brand, find out more about you, see more images that represent your style and the kind of photography that you do, and also help you rank better on SEO. So if people are using Google or Yahoo or whatever to find for photographers within the area that you work, then they can also find your website and connect with you. So today we're going to talk about four, I mean, not four, some pages that your website must have. These are things that are non-negotiable that you need to have with within your website. Now let's start with the basic. Obviously you need to have a homepage. Every website should have a homepage. And in my career of, you know, reviewing websites for photographers, I see this mistake over and over again, which is that you don't tell people where are you located and the kind of photography that you do. Now you might be like, Carolina, this is dumb. Like they can see the kind of photography that I do. Well, not really. You need to tell people what you do. You need to, you know, literally write it down. What kind of photography do you do? Are you a wedding photographer? Are you a wedding photographer for, you know, small weddings? Are you a wedding photographer that only does, you know, I don't know, vineyard weddings, or you only work with elopements. What do you do? This is going to help people that get on your website immediately understand the kind of photography that you do. And also, it's going to help Google or search engines understand your website. Search engines cannot see images. That's what they need text to read. So if you don't have any text on your homepage, you are actually hurting your business. Now, the second thing that I would say is your location. The majority of photographers don't have their location listed on their website. And 
again, you might say like, well, Carolina, I travel all over the world for photos. And that's good. Good for you. If that's what you do, fantastic. But let's be realistic. There are very, very few photographers that can get away with this. And it's because they've been in the industry for so many years and they're like very well known and recognized. But if you are starting out or if you, you know, are learning about SEO, you need to tell in your website where are you located like immediately if you were to go to my website it says that i am a miami wedding photographer right there miami wedding photographer so there is no confusion there is no like oh maybe she will come here or maybe she will travel there because i am based in miami and i don't even like to do wedding destinations or things like that so it is really clear on my page and also having that helps google understand again my website who i am what do I do and where am I located? So this obviously helps me rank within certain keywords. Now, another thing that we need to have within our homepage that a lot of photographers don't have is a call to action, right? What is a call to action? A call to action is literally, you know, telling the viewer what to do next. Some photographers will say, that they have a button that says book now, you know, something along those lines. And sometimes those buttons could be a little bit too much for the viewer, right? Let's, you know, do a little bit of role play here. Let's say that I land on your website, that I like some of the images that you're showcasing and the call to action is book now. I might not be ready to book now. And just psychologically reading those words might be kind of like pushing me back because I am not ready to make that commitment. So what I would advise is for you, instead of using, you know, a call to action as to book now, maybe inquire about availability or get to know me or let me show you more beautiful weddings, something that feels inviting, but not like I need to commit to this right away, right? So some of the ones, these examples that I just pointed out, feel a little bit more inviting than just a button that says book now. So just make sure that if you have that on your website, you go and change it so you know people can feel more comfortable while navigating your website. Now, one thing that I'm gonna say here is that it's important that if you are inclusive and you work with people, you know, from different, you know, races, religions, you know, backgrounds and all that, that you showcase those images within your website. And this will lead me to the next page that your website must have, which is a portfolio. Now, you might be rolling your eyes right now saying, Obviously, we need a portfolio. We are photographers. But once again, I have reviewed so many websites that actually don't have a portfolio. What they have is a collection, let's say, of blog posts, right? So hear me out. When I'm talking about a portfolio, I want to make sure that when I land on your page, I see several images from different weddings, right? Now, this could be a carousel, this could be, you know, a gallery, but something that easily I can see your style, your aesthetics, how you, you know, handle, you know, not handle, but like, how do you pose people, the kind of, you know, clients that you work with, so I can get an idea of who you are as a photographer. Now, if you just have a page that has a bunch of blog posts in it. Now as a consumer, I have to take a minute, scroll, click, try to find what I'm looking for. That could create, you know, choosing fatigue. Is that how it's called? I think something, some fatigue. This is gonna create some fatigue in your viewers. So what we want to do is minimize that. 
So what I suggest is that you have a beautiful carousel of images. Now make sure that this carousel is something that the client can actually control. When I'm saying client, I'm talking about the viewer. Something that the viewer can actually control. So something that they can stop, something that they can go back for, whatever the case is, but not a carousel that just goes by itself without any, you know, control. This is important because once again, you want to make sure that the viewer is in control of their own experience within your website. Maybe if they see a photo that they really like, they can stop, they can go back, they can call their fiance, you know, their partner to be like, hey, come over, let's take a look at this photo. So this is why it is important that the viewer has control over the gallery. Now, talking about the gallery, don't give me 50 images. That is a lot of photos. And once again, we don't want to overwhelm the viewer. Give me your best 20. Now, these images, you can change them, you know, every season. You can change them every year. Maybe you can come and, you know, you have a wedding that was really beautiful and now you want to come and change images. You can do that. But if you give me a gallery with like 50 or 100 images, once again, this is a lot. This is a lot of information. This is a lot of images for somebody to sit through and look through it. And you're gonna create, once again, visitors fatigue. The person that is looking at your website is gonna be like, wow, this is too much. I'll come back to this later. And sometimes that later never happens. We don't want people to leave our website feeling overwhelmed. We want people, when they leave our website, to feel empowered and to make sure that they left after you know filling out our contact form. Now, this leads me to obviously you need to have a contact form on your website. This is super important and you should be asking the right questions. The contact form shouldn't be too long nor should it be too short. And once again, a mistake that I keep seeing when I review websites, it's sometimes they ask the question name of bride and groom. If you are an inclusive vendor and you work with couples of all, as I mentioned before, every, you know, everybody's welcoming your business, then remove language that says bride and groom because you might be talking about two brides, two grooms. So make sure that people feel inclusive. So the way that I have it on my own website is your name and your partners. That make it super easy. Everybody feel welcome. Everybody feel safe and secure within my website. And that is my main goal. Now, another page that is obviously super important in your website is an about page. Now I have a whole episode about about pages that I'm going to link to this episode, but the about page, once again, this is not about you. This is about what you do for your clients. How can your clients could experience a transformation after, you know, having done business with you? And if you haven't read the book Story Brand by Donald Miller, I highly recommend it because he explains within that book how you are not the hero of the story. The client is the hero of the story and you are just a supporting actor, okay? So super important concept because I've seen this so many times about pages, about photographers. It's all about them. I love dogs. I love cats. I love pizza. I've been doing photography since I was five years old blah, 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 blah. 
really nobody cares, right? What people care about is like how you as a photographer are going to make them feel, you know, beautiful, secure, how you're going to deliver the images that they want, the experience that you have. That's really what they're looking for. Once you have pointed that out, then you can make sure that you talk about a little bit of the more personal stuff. Like, hey, I like dogs. I like cats. You know, I love running on the beach. Whatever the case is. But first, you need to lead with how people doing, you know, how you transform people when they do business with you. That is the most important aspect. And finally, the last page that your website should have, it's a blog. I know this is something that photographers struggle with a lot. We don't want to blog anymore. I myself, like I just blogged yesterday and it took me literally like five hours to create a good blog post. But I don't need to blog every day. I don't even need to blog every week. I blog maybe once a month, but I know that I'm posting new content into my website, content that my clients are looking for, that my clients are interested in. And as a matter of fact, there is a whole episode on this, and I believe it's episode um, 83, which is called blogging. Is blogging dead? Question mark. So I'm gonna link this to the notes because it is really important that you optimize your blog, that you create information for your future clients, that you use this as a way to connect and as a way to position yourself as an expert within the industry and within your clients. Okay. Super, super important. So that's it. Those are the five pages your website must have. Home, portfolio, about, blog, and contact. Anything else is extra. Anything else you might not even need. But those five are kind of like the key components of every single website. And once again, if you have any questions or you want to dive deeper into this topic, feel free to contact me. You know that I love to do this every month on my Facebook group. I do a handful of mini audits, mini website audits. And if you want to dive deeper, you can book a one-on-one where I will go through all the pages on your on your website. We'll talk about branding. We'll talk about copywriting. We'll talk about, you know, the the design of your website. We'll talk about SEO and all that good stuff. So if you need more information on that, I'm also adding a call to action right there on the notes of this episode. So you can contact me and we can talk about it. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Remember to share this with your friends take a screenshot, post it on social media, tag me. I love when I get to see this in your stories and I love to connect with you in the DMs. Until then, ciao. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for the Tog Republic group on Facebook. Until next week.